Hello everyone and welcome to a new direction. My name is Jay Izzo and we have another Yeah, well I say it every week. We have another fantastic show. I I don't know what else to tell you but that the show is going to be outstanding, awesome, amazing, fantastic. It's because the truth is I have got the career whisperer with me today. His name is Bernard Piercy and he wrote this book. I know that you podcast listeners can't see the book, but the book's called Your Right Career and I'm holding it up. How to make the right choice for your your education and career path. Live the life you imagine. I'm telling you people, uh, this this is an absolutely fabulous book. It's not a long read, but this is one of the most practical guides that you will ever get to helping you move in your career and, and being able to change a direction. And folks, I'm going to tell you something else about this awesome book. It doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, Bernard's going to talk about how he's reinvented himself several times. He says he reinvents himself five to every five to seven years. Folks, I don't care if you're 10 or 100. There is always something that you can do, and this book is going to be perfect. All right, so for folks who are watching at home, and hey, Earl, thanks for joining us, and Lee, um, I appreciate you doing that. So people, are, you could see the top half of my shirt says Stockyard Cafe on the shirt underneath my cowboy hat and right in my big melon. So uh, the Stockyard Cafe is actually a real place in Wahoo, Nebraska. And the reason why I'm wearing the shirt is because I was raised in that area as a farmhand. And one of the things, I, my favorite places to go, it's one of the best breakfasts ever in the world, is the Stockyard Cafe. And literally, it is at the Stockyards where they <laughs> literally ship uh, livestock from in and out. And I'm wearing this because it's really cold back home. And I have listeners from back home. And so I want to say hello to them. I want to say hello to the folks at the Stockyard Cafe there at 636 East 6th Street in Wahoo, Nebraska. Um, thinking about you folks, stay warm down there. I know it's uh, it's it's cold up there. It's cold everywhere, it seems, right now. And uh, so I'm just thinking about you, and that's why I'm wearing the shirt. But let's do what we do every week, and that is let's check in with the four areas of your life. You know, right, that I am a firm believer that we are four-part people. We are physical people. We are mental people. We are emotional people, and we are spiritual people. And each one of those areas of our life, they interact with each other on a regular basis. It doesn't matter. You, one is going to affect the other. And so when we take them apart individually and we look at your individual numbers on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being miserable, 10 being outstanding, you got to kind of look at yourself and see how well balanced you are and also how well those things are interconnected because they always are. And we know that, right? You know that when you're feeling sick, it's hard to be mentally and emotionally and spiritually good. And if you're spiritually bad, it's hard to be emotionally good and, and mentally good and physically good when you're out of sync. So let's take a look. Let's let's join in a break. Okay, so scale of 1 to 10. Let's start physically. Scale of 1 to 10, where would you put yourself? 1 being bad, awful. 10 being it can't get any better. Where would you put yourself physically? Right. So, and this is this is what you need to think about. You know, are you eating right? Are you exercising? Are you doing the things that maybe your doctor has told you you need to do? How are you physically? You got that number? Somewhere between one and ten. Okay. Good. Okay, that's your first number. All right. And so now, how are you doing mentally? Same scale, one to ten. One being miserable, ten being outstanding. How are you mentally? What do I mean by mentally? I mean like, what are you feeding your brain? Right. We have two halves of our brain. We have. We have this whole right creative side on the right side of our brain. We have this logical side on the left side of your brain. What are you doing to grow your brain, right? What, and what are you feeding it? What kind of knowledge, 
right? And there's two things here with your brain, right? And the mental side of you as you're working that, um, you, what you're doing is you are, you, you, what you're doing is you're trying to create for yourself a, a brain that's well balanced, but also a brain that 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 actually keeps growing. Because the one thing about knowledge is knowledge never stops. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can always exercise your brain. So how are you exercising? Got that number? So you got two numbers: physical, and mental. All right, three spiritually. I mean, emotionally. Let's go emotionally before we get spiritually. Scale of one to ten: one being miserable, ten being outstanding. Where are you at emotionally? And you say, what do you mean? Well, so. What I mean is your emotional quotient, or sometimes we'll call it emotional intelligence, meaning that how do the little things affect you, right? Do you go, do you fly off the emotional handle? Are you able to control your emotions, keep your emotions under control? Are you able to do, to, to, to not allow those little things to just kind of throw you off because they're emotionally upsetting to you? All right. Where are you at emotionally? And also it is how well you're able to emotionally relate to other people. Right? So that's all part of that emotional quotient. So you got your number? So you got three numbers now, right? So finally, the fourth number, where are you at spiritually on that scale of one to 10? So spiritually, meaning that, you know, where are you in terms of things outside of you that you believe, right? That you believe help you do what you do every day, right? And you go, well, does that have to be God? Well, for some people, I, it is God. For some people who say they, they don't believe in God, but they, they may believe in a higher power. They may believe in karma. They may believe in, in you know the power of nature or whatever that may be. But it's something that keeps them centered and something that they can rely on that they feel is able to help them get through the day beyond their physical, mental, and emotional part. And if it is God, then I always ask, you know, how's that relationship going? You know, how's that working out? Right? Are you doing the things that you need to do to grow that relationship? And I would say that with anything that you're doing spiritually, right? So you've got these four numbers, right? So the four numbers, what do they mean, right? You'd say, I like these numbers are all over the place, right? What do they mean? Well, think of the four numbers as four legs of a table that you're eating from, all right? If they are completely off balance, the, the food's going to slide right off the table, all right? If they're too low and you're sitting in a normal chair, it's hard to eat from a table that's too low. Okay, so I want you to imagine that you're trying to bring up the table and all four legs up so that you're well balanced and that you're also bringing the table up to a level where it needs to be. All right. And then, folks, it's not a question of getting from a three to a ten or a two to a ten or a five to a ten. It's always a question in whatever area it is that you find that you're weak in is get yourself just to the next number. If you're a three, what do you need to do to get to a four? Right. And if you're if you're a six, what do you need to get to a seven? That, that's all we're at, I'm asking here for you to do. I'm not asking you to do anything that you've got to go crazy and do. No, it all starts with one step and a positive step in the right direction. And as Bernard's going to talk about is, you know what? We have choices here. We can take a step We could take a step in a direction. It could be the wrong direction. And you walk 1,000 miles in the wrong direction. you got 2,000 miles to make up in order to get 1,000 miles in the right direction. So, uh, so think about it that way, right? So we're trying to go in the right direction. So let me introduce to you our next guest because I am so excited about having him with us. His name is Bernard Piercy. He is an international speaker. He is a master communicator. He is an educator. He's a best-selling author of this book, Your Right Career, How to Make the Right Choice for Your Educational Career Path that we're going to talk about. Um, he is entrepreneurship is something that he loves to talk about and is somebody who if he's helped more entrepreneurs I can't I can't think of anybody who's probably helped more entrepreneurs anyway he's a guy who really 
is into helping people find what their career is and finding out and helping them do what they do best. He is uh, he is he is absolutely a guy who has got like 50 years of experience doing this thing. He doesn't look like he's this old. I don't know how old he is, but he doesn't look his age at all. He's amazing. He's got he's got a wonderful daughter. He's got a wonderful wife. He's got a wonderful people. And he's back home in Brooklyn. He's an amazing guy, and you're going to love him. And he's brought to you by Inline Business and Brokers and Advisors. And if you're selling your business, you don't need to talk to anybody else. Just go to Inline.com, E-N-L-I-G-N.com. Ladies and gentlemen, and please welcome, and Bernard, welcome to A New Direction. What a great introduction. Thanks, Jay. So now that people know I'm originally from New York, I could talk with my normal Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a fun conversation. I could talk normal. Okay. Yes, you get to. I would not I would not want you to talk any other way than to talk the way that you talk. I, I never, ever, uh, I would never want people to ever do something against, and we're both in agreement on this, right? I mean, authenticity is so important to understanding what your career is going to be, uh, as well as, you know, how you're going to live your life, right? Totally agree. You know, you know, when I was in Australia, you know, I've traveled all over the world. And my first trip to Australia, this woman came up to me and said, you know why New Yorkers and Australians get along so well? Why? Because we're both an enthusiastic antagonism. You hear me, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. And I love that. That is my persona, but it's done in a nice way, not a mean, nasty way. Right. It's just kind of a fun game that we play. So you might hear a little enthusiastic antagonism today as we're talking. <laughs> and, and I would expect nothing less considering that I have family who are from the New Jersey area. So I, I could completely understand that, that sentiment exactly. I want to talk about this book because I, I told you what people don't know is that I talk to the guests before we start. And... And I tell them, you know, I tell every guest, you know, we're going to help a lot of people today because I know that there's many of you listening and many of you watching uh, the live show that they're wondering, you know, what about my career? What, what about what about this career? You know, I'm in my career. I don't need a change or I'm too old to change. You know, I know that you hear this, these type of things. You, you I think you referred to them as. Uh, wooden headedness or something like that that you and fixed and a fixed thought pattern where people have all these things that they come with that why either they can't change or they shouldn't change or it's not it's not appropriate right right you know what what I talk about there are kind of three levels of career or you can look at this in different areas of life but there's the ideal you know this is it I am doing what is the right thing for me to do. I get the satisfaction and joy I want. and it's, it's, it's the right thing for me to do. That's the ideal. Then below that, you got the okay. You know, what I'm doing is okay. There's some things I like about it, some things I don't like about it. I'm making the money I want. You know, it's good. It's not the ideal. It's not the yay. It's, it's okay. And then you get down to the level of why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, I got to move out of this situation. And so, you know, the program I developed is really for those who really want to make a change. Either moving from, you know, the, uh, the it's okay to the to the ideal, or certainly, oh, uh, why am I doing what I'm doing? Maybe to the okay, but ideally to the ideal. And it's a, one of the great, I've been to over 40 countries, and it's one of the great issues and great problems all over the world. What do I really want to do that's going to bring me a sense of fulfillment, self-respect, 
and happiness that I want for my career. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to tell you something, Bernard. This is the thing: is that I I've heard probably like you, I have heard people say to me, "Well, you know what? If you're making good money, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as you're making good money and bringing home the check and paying for." You're paying for your family. That's all you need to be doing. You don't have to be happier. It's called work for a reason. And, and, but that's, but that's the wrong mentality, isn't it? I, you know, does a person have self-respect for the work they're doing? You know, yeah, of course you, you know, there, there are four levels of motivation that I've come across and, and the bottom level for work is money. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. You need to bring in a good living to help your family survive well. So that's a perfectly wonderful motivation. Then above that, you have something called personal gain. You do something, how it's going to benefit you. Look at the prestige I have. I'm famous. I'm an actor. I'm a CEO. I'm a vice president. Again, nothing wrong with that. But do you get the satisfaction and self-respect for the work that you're doing? Then above that, you have the word um, personal uh, conviction. Right. The belief that, you know, this is the right thing for me to do. Right. You know, and I know because I understand certain things about myself, which we can go over during the show. Right. This is the right thing for me to do. And the very top is something called duty. You know, I was in Moldova. You know where Moldova is, Jay? Uh, where's Moldova? I should it used know. to be part of Romania. Oh. Most people, when I tell that, who are from America, they think it's part of a Walt Disney film. I'm no. the king of Moldova. Well, when I was there, I was asked to talk about this motivation list by the head of the Democratic Leadership Club of Moldova, because many people are coming into politics for money or personal gain, but she wanted them a conviction and duty. So I asked the group, what's the definition of the word duty? And I got the best definition I ever heard. This is uh, four words. When I thought about it, I said, you couldn't give me a better definition. The woman said, if not me, who? Am I doing what I knew was the right thing for me to be doing because of my personality, my talents, my purposes, and so on? Mm. And so when you look at your career path, yeah, I want all four, to be honest with you, Jay. I want the money. I love getting acknowledgement and admiration. Hey, thank you for helping me in my life. I love that, but I don't do it for those reasons. Right. But I do it because of my conviction and a sense of duty that what I'm doing is the right thing for me to do. You know, so the people who say, well, I'm making the money, what else do I have to do? I believe, my viewpoint, the quality of their life could be much improved by really enhancing it with a further knowledge of what's right for them. And and I, I first of all, I'm in so much agreement. Everything that you wrote in this book, I'm in so much agreement with, by the way. And uh, by the way, we're talking about... Well, you're about, a very perceptive man. Jim. Well, I, well, I am. I try to be as... I try to be as perceptive as possible. <laughs> uh, at this stage of my, at this stage in my age of this career, I, I better be hopefully a little bit perceptive. We're talking to Bernard <laughs> Piercy, uh, great sense of humor, by the way. He wrote this amazing, outstanding, practical guide for you and your career. It's called Your Right Career, and it is called How to Make the Right Choice for Your Education and Career Path. Live the life you imagine. And uh, Bernard just took us through uh, the. The motivations of why we do things, and I'm going to tell you when I first read those motivations, right? I knew I knew money was going to be the bottom piece. We we so focus, especially here in the United States, I think we so focus on money, and and you know we we get so focused on it, and people have, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably where most divorces occur, it's probably where uh, most splits occur in business is money, but 
ultimately, when it comes down to your career, and this is what I thought was so beautiful, when you talked about duty, this idea, if not me, then who? And I started to apply that to what I'm doing, you know, what I do now. I write books, I speak around the country, and I do the show. And I really, it really sat back and said, if I don't do this show, if I don't do a new direction that's that's focused to, to helping people in their life, in their career, and in their business, if it's not me, who's going to do it? And it, Me. Okay. It, it, well, but it, but it, you're right. But it, came, but it aligned so well with everything that I am, everything in my purpose, everything in my personality, my talents and abilities and skills. It all aligned so well, and and it really and it. I'm going to just tell you this. It encouraged me to be able to say in the mirror and look at myself in the mirror and say, "Okay, if not me, then who?" And and I and it really was really cool. It was a cool moment for me. So thank you. I'm, I'm so I'm saying thank you is what I'm trying to get around to doing. I well, I really appreciate that, and that, that's really great. I know, uh, you know, for seven years I was working at a job making the most money in my life ever. You know, and I was very good at it. And so I was well paid. I was developing marketing programs, uh, you know, documentation and training programs for high-tech companies like Hewlett Packard. And I created very good products. But I knew that wasn't the essence of who I am, what I really wanted to do. And so every day, to be honest, I lost a little more self-respect. Because I knew I'm not really moving in the path that's really the right one for me. But I had, didn't have it clearly defined or know how to clearly define it, to be honest with you until I came across these concepts that we're communicating about. And so I'm totally with you. And, you know, and if somebody is satisfied with the work just by earning their money, I'm not going to try to convince them they should do something else. Right. You know, part of the program is that people have to observe the truth for themselves. I never try to persuade anybody what their right career is, or this is the right path for your education. Right. What I do, or what the program does, it helps people decide for themselves and look at things and they go, yep, this is the right thing for me to do because now they'll take responsibility rather than, you know, the power of choice is so important to people. And so my whole idea and concept is to guide people to find out the truth of themselves and some amazing things have occurred in the delivery of this program. Yeah. By the way, the program he's talking about, and you'll find it in the book here is called the foundations of brilliance program. And it's it's absolutely fabulous. I don't I don't care what your age is. I don't care what you're doing. You can matter of fact, you can find more at Foundations of Brilliance. It's foundationsofbrilliance.com, isn't it? Is that right? Um, well, the new well, actually, the, the best website to go to is a, a business we started called CareerSolutions.biz. Okay, CareerSolutions.biz. Thank you for thank you for correcting me on that. The, the program is amazing. And by the way, in the book, he's got examples of people who've been through this program, how they made a life career change. They were doing one thing, and then all of a sudden, uh, Bernard and his folks helped them find their path. And and you could just hear the excitement as they write about how they found it. And these people are not just happy, all right? They're making a living, and they're not just making a living they're doing what they were designed to do. I have no other way to phrase that, but they're doing what they were designed to do. And it's it's this is what makes it, the book part of the book beautiful is because of all the examples. But the other thing is it's extraordinarily practical. This book is going to ask you some hard questions that you got to think about. And and I actually went through here and I, I did some of these because I wanted to go, well, maybe, you know, I need to take a look at this, you know. You know, like what are three, th- three things that inspire or inspired you to be in pursuit of knowledge? 
who's ever asked you that question, right? And what Bernard <laughs> does. That's that's what's right. Um, uh, how many different professional or educational pursuits have you had or seriously thought about doing? Right? And and he goes through this list and you go, well, why is he asking these questions? It builds. Each sets of questions builds on the next. And then what happens is you start to put together this profile, if you will, that starts to get you in the right direction. Uh, how about a new direction to help you find uh, your career <laughs> path, right, is what you're doing. Now, one of the things, Bernard, that you do, that you talk about in this book is that you talk about alignment and of the alignment of three things when it comes to your career, all right? The alignment of talents, personality, and purpose. Why are those three things, why are those, why, where did you come up with those three things and why are those three things so powerful and what are the keys? These are the three pillars that really you rest on for your career path, okay? You know, a lot of people say, well, I'm really good at science and math. I'll become an engineer. Mm. And they become an engineer, but they don't really have the personality for it. They, they want to be out talking to people and playing music or whatever. Then you have your personality, your attitudes, your interests, the, you know, the behavioral patterns. And so, and then that leads you to the third thing, purposes. And that's, you know, what, the 150,000 or more books written about purpose. And a lot of people are searching for that purpose. What is my purpose? Well, I've done over a thousand individual consultations and I've talked to thousands of people all over the world. And there's a path that you have to go on to find that real statement, the purpose. And the path, first you look at your talents, which is the natural ability to do things well that can be developed into a greater skill. How many people have ever sat down and wrote out what their talents are and then find out whether they have most valued and important talents? Very few. Some have, but very few. And that leads you into looking at personality, your attitudes, your interests, behavioral patterns, lifestyle, etc. When you look at those two things about yourself, that now brings you to that third and probably the most important pillar of all. What is it, the reason for what you, what you do, what is made or what exists, the reason behind what you do? So if somebody says, my purpose is to be a teacher, that's, not the, that's the title. Mm. What's the reason behind it? Right. And the reason is to help motivate and inspire kids to learn or whatever they come up with. Right. So unless you have all three of these pillars, you don't have the true foundation. And unless the building rests on a firm, strong foundation, no matter how strong the materials are in the actual building, it's going to collapse. And so you need to align all three. I love your example about a table. You know, if you have two, you know, two of the uh, legs are short and the others are high, it's unbalanced, right? right? Well, the same thing with doing the program. You need all three of those pillars to be have certainty on those. Otherwise, you kind of take a guess, and maybe you're right, and maybe you're not. Mm. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Winston Churchill. He said, America will always do the right thing after having exhausted all the possibilities, okay? <laughs> and how many people try this and try that, but they don't know what the right foundation is, what are the right pillars for them to really base their career decision on, education decision on? And so you need all three and have certainty about all three, Jay. And I, I've seen that for so many people. That's awesome. We're talking with Bernard Piercy, author of the book, Your Right Career. And he's walking us through some of the, I would call, well, the pillars. He said it. The, these are the pillars, uh, finding your right career, what it takes to find your right career. And he's brought to you today by Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. If you're looking to sell your business or perhaps you even want to buy a business, talk to the folks at Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. I'm telling you. These folks are 
the cream of the crop when it comes to helping people either get the most money when they're trying to sell their business or helping people find the right business for them that fits within their talents and their personality and their purpose. They can help you do that as well. So check out, get more information, just go to www.enlign.com. It's E-N-L-I-G-N.com. And they are sponsoring and we're so grateful for that. Um, it's Bernard Piercy and A New Direction today. So Bernard, I want to I want to go back here a little bit to these three pillars that you've talked about because one of the things you say, you know, when we talk about the word talent, one of the things that you so clearly and I thought beautifully explained is sometimes we confuse talents. We think that when we hear the word talent that you've got to be this athlete or you've got some artistic ability. <laughs> And, uh, and we, we, we have a tendency to go there, but you, you, you say, wait, 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 no, no, no. It's not limited to that. When you say, I want people to understand when you say talent, what are you saying? Okay. You, you, you say you are really great. Jay. I want to tell you, I'm just so impressed with you because you have a great talent for what you do. And what is a talent? It's a natural ability to do something well that can be developed into a greater skill. You know, there are three reasons why people don't know their talents. One, what you just said. People think if they're not a great athlete or a great uh, artist of some kind, they have no talent. That was so true for me. When I went to college, I had no idea what talents I had. I didn't think I had any, to be honest with you. And that's true of so many people across the planet. The second reason why people don't really fully know or understand their talents is because I'm not as good as a top professional. You know, they got the talent, I don't. Right. But the definition of talent is a natural ability to do something well right. that can be developed into a greater skill. Right. So what do you do well that if you decide to and you're willing to, can develop into a greater skill? But the third and most common reason is because what you do well, and what your talents are so natural, you don't even think of it as a talent. Right. I worked with this one young man in Hungary. His name is Tanchi. And he uh, was a very brilliant science student. And his high school professor had him uh, entered in a competition to select a top science student in the wall of Hungary in high school age. And he told me, well, you know, everybody studied for weeks and months for the exam. I opened a book the night before, and <clears throat> I came in second in the whole country. I said, Tanchi, that's incredible. He said, no, nah, anybody can do it. Okay, <laughs> Jay, maybe you can do it. Maybe some of you listeners can, but I know I sure can't. But you see, his ability to comprehend these science concepts and the ability to apply and use and know them was a talent he never even considered being a talent. It was so easy and natural to him. And so when you cross these three things off the list, you start looking at what do you do well that can be developed into a greater skill. That's the talent. And, 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 and Bernard, I want to just tell you something that I, I found so refreshing and I hope my I hope the listeners are doing the same thing you know you're doing things I'm I promise you you are doing things right now all right that you don't think of as a talent but they are right they, they are absolutely a talent just because they come naturally to you just because you're doing them and you feel like, well, you know, anybody could do what I'm doing. Whoa, 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 back up, sister, back up, brother. You back, back, back it up because I got to tell you, 
you're overestimating what people can and can't do. Each one of us has something, right? Not everybody can do what everybody else does. And so you've been given a natural talent to do this. I, I, I tell people all the time, I have no radio training at all. Zero. I, I literally, when I started doing this thing, literally two years, two and a half years ago, I was doing it because I was being interviewed for my book. And some guy, his name's Jiggy Jaguar, the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, said to me, I would really like you to do a segment on my show every week, a 15-minute segment. And I said, okay, you know, I'll do it. I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed doing this. I just, right? And then it expanded, and he said, I have an author. Her name is Melissa Francis. And she happens to be, you, you might, folks, you might know Melissa Francis. She is the uh, Fox Business News anchor. And she also played Cassandra Ingalls on Little House on the Prairie. And he said, I need you to do this interview on the show. So I quickly read the book. I mean, like skim read it as fast as I could. Well, I didn't know this because he never told me. I didn't know this, but um, we were only supposed to have 15 minutes according to her agent. Well, she gave me 47 minutes of an interview. Wow! Because she, wow. she enjoyed it so much, and it and then later on, Jiggy James Low Jiggy Jaguar, who I'm grateful for to this day, said to me, "You need to do your own thing. I love having you on the show. I love you doing it, but it's time for you to do your own thing." And because I didn't realize that what I was doing was actually talent, I, I had no idea that I had a talent and that I had a desire to even do this. I I, I enjoyed it. But I didn't know that I had a talent to be able to interview people and, and how much I loved reading their books and wanted to talk to people about their books and, and uh, that we could help more people by educating people on the books. I didn't know that because I didn't see it as a talent. I just thought it was something I did. And, it, and I thought, oh, yeah, it's pretty good and I have fun at it, but I don't know if it's a talent. And, <laughs> and, your, book, and your book said to me, Jay, well, it kind of slapped me in the face. It said, Jay, whack, whack, whack. Um, that's a talent. It's it, you have a talent for it, and and every week that you do this show, you're developing that talent better and better and better, and you've been doing this the whole time. And you didn't know it, and and so I I asked the listener, you know, whether you're watching us live on Facebook or whether you're listening on a podcast, you know, or streaming. I'm asking you right now, what are you taking for granted that you that you just do? That you don't, that you're not calling a talent, and I really want you to look at that because I'm telling you, Bernard is right. That this book right here is right. Look at your talents, right, and 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 write them down. I'm telling you, he's got a place in here. He says, "What's your talents?" You're gonna want to write them down and look at them and exhaust them. So then let's move on to this whole personality thing. We get so confused with personality, right? I'm a psychological professional, Bernard, and one of the things is you know personality is. You know, are you born with your personality? You know, it's a chicken or egg. Well, it's, you know, it's nurture or nature problem, right? Are you born with your personality or is your personality developed? And my answer usually is yes. And uh, that's how I answer that question. And because I think it's probably a combination of both. I think we probably learned some and I think we're probably born with some things that are natural. I, I just believe that's true. And, but this whole idea that our personality plays a role in our career I don't think people always buy into it. I, I think people say your personality shouldn't matter, but you've got a different view on that. Yeah, first of all, Jay, 
we are kindred spirits. Where have you been all my life? My <laughs> gosh. I'm all right, south, well, we're I'm here south, now. I'm just cool. south of you, brother. I'm just south of you here, okay? <laughs> just, just show up. It's, right. it's a little warmer. It's a lot warmer than it is where you're at right now, I can tell you that. Yeah, but I love the adventure of going outside with 15 below zero windshield factor for a few minutes, okay? Um, well, you know, when I uh, went to college, I didn't know what my talents were. I didn't really have a statement of purpose what I really wanted to accomplish. I'm trying to figure out what should I study. So I said, well, let me let me take Russian. You know, it sounds interesting. Maybe uh, I knew I like to travel. And maybe if I become a Russian translator, then, you know, I could travel. But it turns out I was not a very good student in languages for whatever reason. And then I looked at different uh, things and I realized, what is it that best aligns to my personality, my lifestyle, the way I am? So I said, wait a minute, I should become a teacher because, one, I want to get summers and uh Two months off in the summer, Christmas, Easter, vacation, get out of school at three o'clock. I love kids. I love working with kids. Right. But I didn't think I had a particular talent or I certainly didn't feel a real impelling purpose to become a teacher. Right. But it was my personality, the lifestyle I wanted to lead, the, the way I relate to people that helped me make that decision. Now, luckily for me, and I mean luckily, I found what I really had a great talent for being a teacher. And most importantly, and this is the most important of the three pillars, I realized I had a purpose that I wanted to accomplish and achieve as a teacher. So I had all three of those. So it was an ideal job for me for 12 years. I taught elementary school in New York City, then moved out to L.A. to teach, uh, did substitute teaching for two years. But my personality made my original decision. But you know how many people go into teaching and leave after four or five years? I mean, it's, I, last I heard, it was like 50% of the people. I'm not yeah. sure if it's still the accurate it number. Is, it's still, it's still, because it's still it was not an alignment of all three. Maybe they went to teaching because, well, <clears throat> they want to find a husband if they're a woman. Or, you know, they felt that they, they just wanted the lifestyle. Right. So by understanding your personality is a clue. I was once helping somebody sell some jewelry in exchange for him helping me with one of my books. Jay, I was the worst jewelry salesman in the history of the universe. <laughs> It was such a wrong thing for me to be doing. It did not match my personality, what I valued, what was important to me, my priorities in life. Right. And so the better you can understand your personality, like behavioral patterns, what you value, your emotional responses to things and so on, the better you're able to make a contribution the way you want to in terms of your career and education path. You know, I... I... We're talking with Bernard Piercy, author of this fabulous book that I'm holding up that I know you can't see that on the podcast, by the way, but it's called Your Right Career and how to make the right choice for your education and career path, live the life you imagine. And we're talking about the personality component here. I want want to just say something about this personality piece because, you know, we talk about our attitudes, interests, you know, our behavioral patterns and things about our personality. You know, sometimes I think that we get pushed into doing something that we don't want to do because it, and the reason we don't want to do it isn't because we couldn't do it, it's because it, our personality really doesn't fit it. You know, I mean, there are just, there are just sometimes things within your own behavioral patterns and with your own, within your own attitudes that you know, for for example, I do not have the personality to sit in a cubicle doing anything. I don't care what it is. 
I don't want, I don't want that. I, I feel confined. I, I, I couldn't, my personality doesn't allow me to sit in an enclosed space. Not necessarily because I'm claustrophobic. It's just that I feel like I'm being pressed in upon and want the freedom to see and roam and I need lots of stimuli. That's just part of my personality, which is why, I mean, people can't see actually what's going on the rest of the screen, but I've got literally three TV screens up at the same time. I've got two bookshelves. I've got football helmets and I've got also, I've got my guitars sitting in the corner that I play and my stereos and everything. I got all this stuff around me because I love having all this stimuli and it's a pretty good sized space. My personality would just not handle being in a cubicle. It, it really didn't. And by the way, my personality, I'm going to tell you something else about my personality. My personality sometimes does not play well with others. And so what, and when I mean that is it's not that I'm a team player, but when politics gets involved, I don't play well politically. I, I have a tendency not just to fight you, but to spite you um, because it's politics and we're not getting things done. So, and I know that. So I knew that there was certain, there were certain things that I learned over the course of my time that I just can't do. You know, I, I, I could never be a, I worked in a university. I could never be in a university administrator because I refused to play politics. And because that's, mm-hmm. that's my personality. And, and I think people, people don't, I think the thing that your book points out is you got to really pay attention to that piece because you're never going to be successful in your career. I mean, this is what you're saying, I think, is that you're not going to be successful in your career if you're not paying attention to what your personality pieces are. And it's not emotional. It's literally that this thing is uncomfortable, right? Or am I missed that, Ryan? Did I miss it? No, you're right. And again, how do you define success? Now, for me, it's the quality of life that you have and that what you're doing brings you the self-respect and fulfillment you want from the career path you're on, which you obviously have done, Jay, really, truly. And so, but now if your success is measured best by how much money you're making, okay, that's one thing. Well, I'm successful in making a lot of money. But that's not what I found in all my travels over the world. So many people are just unhappy or just moderately happy or bored or indifferent to the work they're doing. Well, I got to do it. I got to earn a living. I'm making the money I need and so on. Well, to spend, what, eight to more hours a day doing something that doesn't inspire and motivate you that you don't feel excited about. That's not a quality of life that you or I and so many others around the world want to have changed. Right. Now, some people have settled into a life of boredom and, and I won't say mediocrity, but a life of uh, acceptance of where they're at. You know, and that's it. It's not going to get better. You and I are very much optimists and, and, you know, and looking at the future. You know, like I never get sick. I feel I have a flu or fever. My body's getting healthy. Oh, it's breaking out in health, you know. So I look at the positive side of things very much like you do. And so when you look at these decisions for your career, it's for those people who know I'm not really getting the self-respect I want, which is so vital. I'm not getting that sense of fulfillment, which is so important to me. I'm not helping or creating a contribution or making a difference the way I want to make a difference. And when you understand what your talents are, your personality, and then we'll go over purposes, I hope, in a little bit. Yeah, we are. Now you have the foundation on which to think. And where do you really, truly want to be brilliant? Obviously, Jay, you want to be brilliant at what you're doing. And I'll be very honest, you're one of the best people I've ever been interviewed all over the world by what you do. Thank you. And one of your talents, Jay, that I perceive is you are, as a personality trait, but also a talent, is you are genuinely interested. You know, so many people want to be interesting. 
I've been interviewed by people who try to be interesting, but you, you have that nice balance of communicating, but you have a talent to be truly interested. Thank you. And what you're doing is you're so natural. What you're doing is so right for you, Jay. I'm totally impressed. There you go. Well, th- th- thank you. Th- th- it's it. You're, that's more than extraordinarily kind. Uh, I'm I'm dumbfounded <laughs> because I don't know what to say. But thank you. I I will tell I will tell you though. Uh, I do wish I do wish, and and we're gonna talk about this. I had to find a purpose to do this. I couldn't just do it on talent and personality. What really sold me on doing this and writing the books that I write now uh, versus the first book I wrote, which I did want to write it for people, but I wrote it with the wrong heartitude. Yes, I did make that up, heartitude. Uh, that my attitude and my heart was probably wrong. Um, but subsequently, I wrote the book with a better, at least a better heartitude where I really realized that I wanted to write books that I was really contributing something not just for me not not for fame not for any of that but because I was really wanted to see people avoid the mistakes that I made or avoid mistakes that they could make and wanted to give them a positive outlook on life and help them succeed and and I, I, that became my purpose I, you know I, I've read the purpose driven life I've read all sorts of things on purpose and like you're right there's a million books on purpose and I've listened to them or read most, I, I think most of them. But the thing that I found is I had to find the purpose for me that fit and aligned with my core values. And so before we get into that, because that's going to be the next segment here that we're going to get into, I need to just say Bernard Piercy, who wrote this outstanding book, Your Right Career, is brought to you today by Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. Inline represents profitably privately held companies with gross annual in revenues in excess of a million dollars. Inline delivers the highest market value in the shortest amount of time. Their trademark is and with complete confidentiality. That's the folks at Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. You can find out more about them. They're bringing you today Bernard Piercy and a new direction. Just go to Enline.com, E-N-L-I. GN.com, and we are grateful for them uh, sponsoring today's show and sponsoring Bernard Piercy. So let's talk about purpose because I had to find my purpose, and it wasn't something that it it wasn't like a blinking neon sign. By the way, how do we get there? Okay, well, again, the definition I use for purpose is the reason for which something is done or made or exists. The reason. There are different definitions for purpose, but that's the one I align to this book. And, you know, I've read a lot of philosophers and a lot of people and, you know, um, and one of my favorite quotes is go confidently in the direction of your dreams and live the life you imagine. That's by Thoreau. And so what's that life you imagine? And there's another quote that I really read that I really thought with. So many people know the name all around Hubbard. One of the things he wrote was, you know, the apparent reason for existence is to help in some way. Well, every person I work with all across the globe, and I mean thousands individually and many, many, many thousands of seminars and so on, when they come up with that statement of the purpose that truly impels them, that they go, yes, this is it. It's always about help in some way. And what's amazing to me is no two people have ever worded their purposes the same way. The concepts may be similar to help people lead a happier life, to help people understand the true potential, et cetera, et cetera. 
But there's a specific way of stating that purpose, a, a specific statement, that when you say it, it penetrates, it impels you. It's not just something you put on the wall, oh, that's my purpose statement. Right. And so how do you find it? That's why with the program, we start with talents and personality, because that gives you clues. Why are these the talents that you've been willing and able to demonstrate? That's an important thing about talent that you made, you inferred earlier. The abilities are there, but what have you been willing and able to demonstrate? I could be a great auto mechanic, Jay. I really could. I'm smart. I can look at things. I can figure out what's not working, how to make it work. But don't ask me to fix your car. Forget about it. Because I've never been willing to demonstrate or learn more about that talent or that ability. Okay? But working with children as an educator, helping to motivate and inspire people, that's the talent. Then you look at personality. You know, one of the questions I ask, uh, it's almost unfair to ask it without really having a background of having done this. What's your masterpiece? I was about to just now, I'm about to ask you this, because I, I, th I found that to be so beautiful in the book. When you ask, what is your masterpiece? Folks, I want you to pay attention to this. I, I know, I just jumped out of my chair, and I'm sorry. I know that people were listening down the road. You thought that I had lost my mind. I'm not. I Literally, <laughs> literally I'm, I'm going to tell you something. He's about to talk about masterpieces. And, and we all, I'm just going to tell you something before he talks about it. We all have done a masterpiece. I know you don't think you may have, but I promise you, you have. And so Bernard's going to talk about your masterpiece and what a masterpiece is because it so fits in to your talents, your personality, and your purpose. So Bernard, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, but I was just literally about to say, how does masterpieces fit in? And I was putting that on a tee for you to bat out, but you completely got that in front of me. So, the, Wait a minute. Am I reading your mind? You're reading mine? Are we, are we kind of just cross-melding here? What's going on? I love this connection, Jay. <laughs> I was just – it was so funny because I would just want to talk about – you've got to talk about masterpieces. I was just I was just looking at it in the book, and I go, God, I hope he talks about masterpieces. So it's awesome. So what – masterpieces, talk about that and how that fits in. See, this is a major clue. When we do the program – and, you know, we've gone through talents and personality and so on. I, I ask, before we even get into purposes, I say, what's your masterpiece? And here's how I define it. You know, we've all done things we're proud of. You know, if you get a, a good grade on a test, you feel very good about it. You have a project that worked that, does, that went well. There are many things that we've done that we feel really good about or proud about. But for me, a masterpiece is something that's very special. It's when you think about it. You get an emotional response because of the pride you feel and satisfaction of having accomplished something. Mm -hmm. now, let me give you a perfect example. As a teacher in New York City, I taught thousands of lessons. Some are great. Some are okay. Only one true masterpiece. It was a lesson I did on creative writing. And my class, I won't go into all the details, but basically for 30 minutes, my class was totally involved in writing an essay. What does the word peace mean to you? P-E-A-C-E. This happened in 19, about 1970. I could still tell you where Bruce Williams was sitting. I could, if I was an artist, I could show you the clouds in the sky. I have such a vivid memory of every one of the moments of that experience. It was so perfect an experience for me. Why? Because, one, I had the talent to motivate and inspire my children and, and communicate what it is I really expected of them. Two, in my personality, it was an area of the arts. I also was a phys ed teacher for a while. And then very often had every kid totally involved in a lesson. In this writing lesson, every kid became involved. I, that happened in, in, in physical education. But it didn't have that importance to me. You see, personality, what's important to you? The fact it was in the area of the arts, which I know how important that is. 
you know, made it an extra special thing. And then what's my purpose? Well, one of the things I discovered about myself, it's not my full statement, but I have a real statement of purpose that impels me. And I can see how my life when and when I'm going forward in terms of life and creating my career always aligns to that purpose is to help motivate and inspire individuals to action. Well, my class was so motivated and inspired that every single kid, all 32, for 30 minutes or so was writing their thoughts of what the word peace means to them. Mm-hmm. Then when I went home and read their papers, I started crying. Because every single child met went beyond my expectation for what they could accomplish. Mm-hmm. That was a masterpiece. And it aligned to my talents, my personality, my purpose. And it impacted me so strongly. It wasn't just, yeah, that was nice or that was good. Or, I was very happy I did it. So if there's an experience that you've had that meets that criteria, well, that's a clue to help you understand the career path you should take. It's well, not the only thing, but it, it helps to guide you to make that decision. Now, Jay, I'm sure you've had several masterpieces that you can think about. Yes. And you have that vivid memory. And yeah. I mean, every time I talk about this experience, I get tears coming in my eyes. I can't stop it. It was so strong an experience for me. I get it. After what, 45 years now, maybe a little bit, 47 years. I get it. No, 48 years, it still lives as if it happened this morning. So that would be a masterpiece. That's a great question to answer. It it is a great question to answer. And I got to tell you, I never thought about it that way. I don't think listeners are thinking about it either. What was your masterpiece? Do Do you have masterpiece moments, right? And I'll just give you an example from my life because I because it it brought tears to my eyes and I'll try to do it without choking up and having salty substances coming out of my eyes as I'm on film here, camera. But uh, ten years ago, I was speaking at a conference in Arizona, and there was somewhere between seven hundred and a thousand people in the audience. And I was was during a time when the markets crashed and were crashing and and what was happening was people's were in their homes and they were upside down and things were going into foreclosure and I put together a talk entitled the you know the emotional tsunami of real estate and to this day it was just one of those moments where all of a sudden something happened where the audience left uh, me, uh, in terms of me speaking to them and we were communicating somehow they got it. I don't know how, and we were all in tears and we were all connected at that moment. And it was just one of those moments that I went and said, I've I've done a lot of speaking throughout the North America. That one to this day, that one is one that I go, yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome moment. That where where I stopped being a speaker and was being a communicator and was being a relator and was being uh, was being someone who was touching people's lives and giving them a direction that they hadn't thought about before. It wasn't about selling the houses and all that, but that these that P and Ls weren't weren't profits and losses, but were people and lives. And uh, and I said that, and to this day, that goes down as you know one of those moments. You know, and, and was, yeah, I got I got chills when I heard you telling that. Wow, I really got it. That's great, Jay. Yeah, but I mean, but that's but I, that's what you're talking about, and I think that's what you're it's, talking about in this book. You write, you know, your right career, how to make the right choice for your education and career path. 
one of the things that you talk about in this book, and and I don't know if it's the hard headedness or one of these things that we say that you know we key on that you talk about wooden headedness, I guess is what you call it. But you know, I have a lot of listeners. They go, you know what? I, I'm older now. I, I'm too old to be changing careers. But you, you say in your book that you've reinvented yourself about every five to seven years. <laughs> and and what do you say to people who say I'm too old to think about a new career path and 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 dream? A friend of mine has has this great quote. He says, "It's not true. You stop pursuing dreams when you grow old. You grow old." when you stop pursuing dreams, okay? It's like a fountain of youth. And we thrive when we have the right challenging environment, which, you know, and, and it's, what's the right challenging environment? One that aligns your talent, personality, and purposes. Look, you know, I was asked to become the editor, co-founder and editor-in-chief of a national magazine on instructional technology for education, the use of computers and software. And they were going to invest over a million dollars in this magazine. They asked me to be the co-founder and editor-in-chief. And you know how much I knew about magazines, Jay? Nothing. (laughs) Zero. And they're going to invest a huge amount of money in this. But I knew because I understood my talents, my personality, and especially that purpose that really impels me, I knew I can really be successful at it. I knew I had to get knowledge to become an editor-in-chief, and I could do that pretty quickly. I'm a pretty smart guy. And you don't need 12 years of college in order to do that. I knew I had the personality for it. I love to communicate with people. I'm a writer. You know, I love writing and traveling and so on. And my purpose was to help basically inspire people to action, to help raise their emotional tone level and inspire them to action. And I thought, what greater way to do that? And the third component of my purpose, I'll tell you my purpose, okay? And I don't always do this, but Jay, you opened me up so beautifully. We're here in the kitchen talking, so as friends, I'm going to tell you. When I really discovered this wording, all of a sudden it explained so much to me about my life. And, and it really, most importantly, helped me understand the direction I want to take in the future. So my statement, my clear statement, is I want to be in the communication lines of the world with truth to help raise people's emotional tone level so they're happier and, and then inspire them to action. So somebody, when I was editor-in-chief of the magazine, they said, you know, we love your magazine, Bernard. It's interesting. We enjoy picking it up. I said, great. Did you make any difference in what you do? No, no, but we love reading it. I go, big deal. Right. I don't care. Right. You know, the first job I ever applied for when I was 18, I was so excited about this job, Jay. It was in New York City, a summer job. And I said, oh, I hope I get it. Now, the job was being custodian cleaning toilets. That wasn't what inspired me. <laughs> it's where the job was at, at the airport in New York City. Now, what are they doing at airports? They're getting on the communication lines of the world. Right. And that's part of what impels me and drives me. Right. And that's why I've had nine books published. Why I've, I've traveled to over 40 countries. You know, I've done over two and a half million miles of flying. It's because I want to be in the communication lines of the world. Why I really want to, and how do I want to help, as Mr. Herbert said, is that I want to really be able to inspire people and raise their emotional level so they can get into action. Mm-hmm. And what a difference in the quality of life. And so people who say, I'm too old, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to try out for the 2020 United States Olympic gymnastics team, um, it would be fulfilling my purpose very nicely. And I certainly have a personality for it. But, you know, I can't touch my knees without bending my toes, okay? <laughs> That's the extent of my physical ability. But it wouldn't align to the talent, so I'd have sure. a failed purpose. Sure. And so you can you really change your careers at any age 
It has to align to those three factors. And there's a wooden headedness or a fixed idea that, well, I'm this old. I don't have the experience. How can I do it? Right. You know how many times I've gone into things I don't have experience, but I knew because of my understanding about my talent, personality, and purposes that I can be successful. I mean, I'm doing it right now. I'm turning 76 this Saturday, believe it or not. But really? I'm starting, I've started a new business. I'm, I'm working with a publishing company. We're going to bring out a series of books called Bring Out the Best, you know, help parents with their children. I'm just continually, you know, <clears throat> you know, really pursuing dreams. And we can, we can all do that. That's awesome. You know, when my kids were younger, they said, Dad, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, I used to tell them you're an American not an American, okay? <laughs> and so it, that works in many countries, you know. You're a Mexican, not a Mexican, a Canadian, you know, a Canadian, not a Canadian. Yeah. But it's a viewpoint, obviously. Right. And you can't enforce a viewpoint change on someone. You can only help them get observe themselves that truth. And I know from my experience and the experience of so many others, it's a total lie that you can't change your careers because you don't have the experience or you're too old. Mm, it's beautiful. Beautiful. We're talking with Bernard Piercy, author of this book, Your Right Career, uh, How to Make the Right Choice for Your Education and Career Path, Live the Life You Imagine. You can buy this on Amazon. You ask Barnes & Noble, they'll find it for you too. It's got an ISBN. Listen. Well, you can do that, but you know, if they go to our, my, our website, careersolutions.biz, if you buy the book from us, I have such a deal you know, people will get a uh, well, well, half-price discount on the first hour consultation, really? which is more than triple, I mean, 10 times what you would pay, you know, uh, for the book. So they can go to Amazon, but if they really want to be in communication with me and really help benefit from, you know, in terms of what the consultation, they go to careersolutions.biz, B-I-Z, and you can look at the book, you can order from there, that would open up the opportunities for other things. But thank you for that plug, by the way. I appreciate it. Okay, okay. so it's careersolutions.biz, right? B-I-Z, right. Right, B-I-Z. And, and, and folks, did you get that? If you go there and buy the book, they're going to give you 50% off, right, of your first consultation. First hour. First hour. So, folks, I'm gonna just, I just want to let you know something. You know, part of the reason that I do the show, the main reason I do the show, is because I'm trying to inspire you into finding a new direction in for your life and your career, your business, whatever it is. And, and I try to find people who are also inspirational and who either write or are experts in an area that inspire others to do positive things. And I know that there's some of you out there right now who are in the midst of a career change and you're trying to figure out what am I going to do next? Some of you are forced into a career change that you weren't ready to do. And, you know, you're probably questioning myself, what can I do? Well, first of all, why don't you go to careersolutions.biz and buy this book and answer the questions? Why don't you, why don't you also, why don't you get a consultation, right? Why not? I mean, listen, if they're going to give you 50% off the first hour, why not get a consultation, right? At least get a part of a consultation just to go, where are you at with your life? And, and Bernard, I know that, do you know we've been on for an hour? I don't know if you know this, but we've been on for an hour. <laughs> And, wow. And wow. Uh, I know it just goes fast. I'm like, we just started. I felt like we just started. Uh, well, we got to do more. That's all there is to it. Yeah, well, we have to do more. 
uh, I don't know what your schedule is going on right now, um, but uh, I know we're going to have to, but before, we're, we're going to go on a little bit. So folks, don't hang up with us yet. We're going to go on a little bit more here because there's a question I think that's important to ask him. Uh, Bernard Piercy and his book, Your Right Career and A New Direction is brought to you today by Inline Business Brokers and Advisors. Um, and let me tell you something, if you're a business owner, at some point you're going to need the help of an experienced business broker. Why not start selling your business with the deal team and that is the folks that they are the experts they are absolutely the experts at endline business brokers and advisors you can learn more at endline.com e-n-l-i-g-n.com tell them that you heard about uh heard them on a new direction and tell them you heard about bernard piercy's book your right career so i'm going to ask you this question because i got a lot of people who feel that they're in alignment and there, and you've probably run across this a billion times. You've, you've run across people who feel in alignment. They they feel like their talents, their personality, and their purpose is aligned, but they're just not making the money. What do you say to that? Well, you have to really, you know, you have to really take a look at your personality and how can you enhance what you're doing, which would be monetarily uh, beneficial to you. But it's those people who really know, I mean, I would question, um, a lot of people say they know, to be honest, Jay, but, I, but when I ask them to really define these three things, especially that purpose, okay. they don't really have, they're okay, they're at C, you know, like if you, B being ideal, right. C being, oh, it's okay, and D being, why am I doing it? A is where you are right now, but you want to go to B, the ideal, and if you're not getting to the ideal, you go to C, where it's okay. And then maybe you go to some barriers, you go to D, oh, why am I doing what I'm doing? Right. So a lot of people who tell you they have those three things, and this is my observation. Okay. Not everyone, obviously, but a lot of people are really at this point of it's okay. You know, I'm doing okay. It's good enough right now. It's not ideal. It's not really what will improve the quality of my life. Right. And so now you have to come up with a bright idea that is based on those three things for you. Right. And so, I, you know, I, I've traveled the world free of charge. People fly me all over the place. They deliver seminars, consultations, right. and so on. You know how much money I've saved just by doing what I do? I'm sure the same thing for you, by being invited over because they felt they had something to contribute to them. Sure. And it aligns totally to what my purpose is, my personality, and my talents. Right. And how do I want to earn money? I'm not going to earn money selling jewelry. I'm telling you right now, Shane. <laughs> right. You know, it's not my thing. Right. But you know, if I can consult people and help change their lives, you know, one of the persons who did the program, uh, if I could just say it real quickly, he was a professional rugby player, and he was from Australia. And he does the program, and he already had a good idea of his talents and personality, but it wasn't until he really clearly stated his purpose, what he's really trying to do, did he realize, wait a minute, I don't want to be a rugby player. And if you read the book, you've, you've seen the story. This is Patrick Jarvis. And he said, I don't want to be a rugby player. I want to be a fashion designer completely changed his career path yeah. because it best aligned to his three factors, pillars of talent, personality, and purpose. You know, many, very often people will completely change their careers. Other, I worked with one woman, a very successful consultant, a very high uh, end businesses who wanted to quit. But when she understood her real purpose, she realized, wait a minute, no, this, what I'm doing is the right thing for me to be doing. Right. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to change what you're doing. You can enhance it. Or if you have no idea whatsoever, now it can really help drive you in a direction that's right. Yeah. So you earn money 
the best way I can tell you is you have to have that bright idea that best aligns your talent, personality, and purposes. And it's there. Yeah, no. You know, just that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But I think one of the things you talk about in the book is, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you got to have courage to make a career change. No, no, no. As you point out, you don't need courage to do what you're talented and have a personality for and have a purpose for. That doesn't take courage. But there will be barriers, right? There are going to be some barriers and challenges along the way, right, as, as you're moving in, in this. I mean, because, listen, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You know what? I, I get it. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing what I love to do. But there have been barriers. I didn't just do this overnight, right? I mean, this, I, I didn't get to that point. Right? There have been barriers that I've had to get through and challenges to get through, but it's always aligned. Totally. And, you know, and I had, you know, those of you listening with parents, you know, I do, I'm very, to me, it's very important to help families be the best they can be in terms of raising their children for the benefit of society and, and their immediate life. And one of the things I stress with parents that you must do, you have to find the right challenges for your child. And the challenge, what's the right challenge? One that aligns your talent, your personality, your purpose. Right. Now, you're going to have to overcome obstacles. Otherwise, it's not a challenge. Right. You have to overcome barriers and opposition, et cetera, et cetera. But if it's the right challenge, right. you know, then you have a sense of completion and satisfaction when you've accomplished it. And all my life as a parent, you know, I've written several books on parenting also. I really have talked about the importance of finding that right challenge, which means you're going to have to overcome the barrier. Right. They're going to be there. So how do you do that? You know, if I could tell you one quick example, very quickly. Sure. My middle daughter, my oldest daughter, Deanna, wanted to go to England. She was 11 years old to visit a friend. I said, great, Deanna. I said, but you're going to have to earn money yourself. Right. And I knew she could do it from all the times I've worked with her over the years. She said, okay, father. Well, how does an 11-year-old earn money? Well, you're a babysitter, right? That's one way. Sure. She's, she's very formal sometimes. She says, father, I'm not going to become a babysitter, I'm going to become a child intellectual developmental specialist. What? A child intellectual developmental specialist. <laughs> She's 11. And the, the acronym is kids and right. see with the hard case out. She would come with educational materials and other things and she would work with the kids. She wouldn't just sit there and watch television with them. She would, you know, work with more than one child, three or four, she would charge more money because I'm not a child, I'm not a babysitter, I'm a child intellectual developmental strategist. And she earned $1,100, and she was so proud when she got on that plane. Wow. So I stress the parents, listen, how do you create or find the right challenge for your child? Same for you. And You're absolutely right. When I became editor-in-chief of that magazine, boy, did I have barriers and things I had to overcome. Sure. But I knew I had what I needed to overcome that. Right. And so it's a personality thing. Are you willing to take that risk and make that change? Right. And you and I are. Right. And I think there's so many other people out there, they just know it's possible. Yeah, I agree. All right, so listen, I'm you've you've been so gracious with your time. Thank you, uh, Bernard Piercy. You've been you've been awesome. So what I ask every one of my guests uh, to do is to close the show. Is I always ask them, you know, the name of the show is called A New Direction because we try to help people find a new direction in their life, their career, their business, and, and you know, in a positive way and one baby step at a time. So Bernard Piercy, before I let you go what would be your summary of giving people a new direction uh, as we sign ourselves out? It's you have to align to, you know, you have to observe the truth to yourself. 
Don't listen to other people's opinions and other people's statements. Here's what you should do. This is the right thing for you. So many people have invalidated their own knowledge and their own certainties by being influenced by others for whatever reason. Have faith in your own ability to make the right decision, find the right information you need and the right tools, and you can be successful. You can make it happen. Mm, that's beautiful. Bernard, can you hold on for me just for a minute or two? Sure. Thank you. That's Bernard Piercy, ladies and gentlemen. This is the book, Your Right Career. The website's called careersolutions.biz, B-I-Z. Buy the book through careersolutions.biz, B-I-Z. Uh, get your copy of the book. Get 50% off your first hour of consultation, Finding Your Right Career. Talk to the professionals. He is a career whisperer. He's an entrepreneurial genius. Why don't you do it? I mean, look, the secondary title is How to Make the Right Choice for Your Education Career Path. But I love the third title that says, Live the Life You Imagine. And isn't that what we all want to do? So, folks, as I sign out, we had another amazing show. Bernard Piercy has been absolutely outstanding. He's everything that I wanted and more. He's everything that I could ever hope for in a guest. He's everything that I could ever hope for in helping as many people as we can. And I'm so grateful and gracious. He's been so gracious to spend extra time. So, folks, as I sign out, I say this every week. Be inspired. Because here's the thing. When you're inspired, you can inspire others. And when you're inspiring others, they can in turn inspire other people. And we can make this world an amazing place just by being a little inspired. And it can only take a smile. It can only take a handshake. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be something small. So until I see you next week, folks, be inspired. I will talk to you soon. Ciao, everybody. Direction